Welcome to Nurturing Bright Futures, the higher education podcast for teachers and advisors, brought to you by UEA. Each month, we provide the latest information you need to guide your students through their journey to university, plus hints and tips to help support you in your work. We know you're busy, so we keep each episode to around 20 minutes, just long enough for a cup of coffee. So, pop the kettle on and let's get started. Hello and welcome back to Nurturing Bright Futures, the higher education podcast from UEA. My name's Alex and I'm joined today by our HE advisor, Lydia. Hi, Lydia. Hi, Alex. Thanks for having me today. On this month's show, we're going to be hearing more about studying economics at university. But first of all, student finance season is upon us. So can you just give us a quick reminder of what students need to be doing at this time of year? Definitely. So the applications tend to open in early March. So hopefully by the time you're listening to this, the applications should be open. And if not, they will be opening very soon. So encourage students to apply as soon as possible. The deadline will be the end of May and applying before this deadline or by the deadline will ensure that they get paid their loan on time. Um, Now is also a really good time for students to research bursaries and scholarships at the different universities that they've got on their UCAS application and the ones that they're starting to receive offers for, checking things like deadlines, criteria for those, and whether there's anything that they can apply for that they perhaps didn't realise they had access to before. And sort of similarly, with student support as well, they need some additional support when they're going to be a university student, get them to sort of find out what the process is at different universities. So at UEA, for example, we have an online form that lets offer holders tell us before they get here the sort of support they might need before enrolling in September. And then also the Disabled Students Allowance, the NHS Support Fund, the training grant, any of that kind of additional financial support that comes through student finance. And just make sure students are aware of that support that is available to them as well. Great. And is there anything else teachers and advisors can be doing to support their students? Yeah, so the main thing is make sure they're aware of the deadline. So once the, the finance deadline has, has sort of been announced, it'll be the end of May, get them to complete their student finance form or encourage them to fill it in as soon as they can. If they miss the deadline, still encourage them to apply. They can still apply for a student loan the same as everybody else. It just means that the money might not reach them until a little bit later in the in the term. So it might delay things slightly. And it will ask for their course and university that they're planning to go to. So obviously when they apply, they don't necessarily know what kind of university they'll be going to based on their results that they haven't got yet. However, it's better for them to apply before the deadline and then update the details later if they need to. Obviously, it can all seem like a bit of a daunting process. So ensure they know kind of where to go to get more information and to understand things like the student loan and the ins and outs of it, but also scholarships that they might be able to apply for. If they're struggling to get in touch with student finance or they need to ask a question or kind of clarify anything, they are quite active on social media. So that could be an alternative way of them getting in touch with them. And and also at UEA, we have a, a brilliant online kind of resource, a full finance guide, which is available to download as well, which might be helpful. We do indeed. And I'll pop a link to that finance guide in the show notes, or you can head to our resource centre, everwondered.uea.ac.uk and download it from there. Nurturing Bright Futures, the higher education advice podcast 
for teachers and advisors. Brought to you by UEA. Moving on to economics, could you introduce us to this month's guest, please? Of course. So I'd like to welcome to the show Bahar, who is the admissions director for our School of Economics, and also Winnie, who is a current UEA student studying BSc in economics and finance with a placement year. So thank you both for coming and welcome to the show. Hello. Thank you very much for having me. Hi, thanks for having me. So, can you kick things off by just telling us um, a bit more about studying economics at university, perhaps giving us a bit of an idea of how it's sort of different to economics at A-level? This is an important question for students who are studying economics at A-level. There are some similarities, as in that students will study microeconomics and macroeconomics at university in first year, second year and third year so that they do the same at lay levels but the way uh, these uh, concepts are are taught uh, the way students are assessed uh, the way that these theories are applied on on everyday lives uh, these these are uh, perhaps the most significant differences from how students study economics at a level if i for example uh, take an example from microeconomics where we study the demand and supply curve. Students often apply this on examples of, you know, on, on buying uh, everyday items from a supermarket or thinking of a firm producing and, and supplying certain products. So you see that at um, university, we apply these theories on, on everyday lives. For example, imagine our time becomes an asset, our skills become an asset. So it is uh, fundamentally the same. There are some microeconomics, some macroeconomics, but it is taught in a different way. It is applied on, on many different areas. And often students who have studied at A-level economics, they tell us that we were assuming the models were very uh, simple. We were making many, several um, assumptions, whereas at university, we relax some of those assumptions and try to make economics even more relevant to everyday lives, looking at the things that we do every day from the moment we wake up. I know you just mentioned there a little bit about the A-level subjects that students might have taken. So there's obviously some students that might be interested in economics, but they, they haven't studied it before or they haven't done mathematics before. Is there any advice you could give to students who are thinking about economics? But they, they've not done those subjects before and maybe they're a bit worried about being at a disadvantage or are there any other A-level subjects that would be sort of useful for economic students to to take? There are absolutely no need for students to have studied economics. I could even say that sometimes we even prefer if students haven't studied economics before because we are really dealing with uh, someone with fresh mind, no background about what economics is. At the University of East Anglia, uh, we don't ask students to have done mathematics uh, as one of their A-level studies. However, there are universities that do ask students to have done mathematics as one of their A-level subjects. Mostly, uh, universities are not going to ask students to have done A-level in economics. 
although maybe some universities do have these requirements. So I think the best would be to check the university that um, you're going to, whether they have specified any specific A-level subjects. Looking back again at you know, the case where students haven't studied economics, they don't really know what economics is. They maybe think, oh, is there going to be a lot of maths involved? Is it a quantitative subject? Now, what is great with economics is that you can, as I said earlier, this could be applied on so many different areas. If students do like mathematics, they do like quantitative subjects, it is very much possible for, for them to take that approach. However, if students are not going to feel very comfortable in taking a quantitative approach to everyday lives and applying economics on those topics, then again, that is very much possible. Economics is also about understanding how this, the surrounding environment of us uh, works. How do government, how do central banks, how do different businesses, how do different companies, uh, they make decisions. So it's a very, very wide area. Uh, you know, a resource could be our income, it could be our wealth, it could be our land, it could be our house, it could be our time, it could be our talent, it could be our skills. Um, again, it's, it's a very wide area and I think this is something which sometimes could be missed that economics is not necessarily a, a quantitative subject. It has a lot of flexibility and um, you can really do whatever you want to do. You can apply economics on, on everything. I say a little bit about the courses that we have. So at School of Economics at UEA, uh, we have a total of seven uh, undergraduate programs, seven degrees. There are some degrees within the School of Economics. These are on economics, on finance, on business economics, figuring out how we make businesses more profitable and also whether the businesses are doing the right thing for the interest of uh, consumers. There are two degrees joined with the business school and also two degrees joined with School of Politics, Philosophy and Languages. Is there, from your sort of opinion, is there anything else that students should be looking at when they are comparing economics courses at different institutions? I think looking at the course structure, looking at what modules they're going to be studying, that is the first thing that students look at. Uh, I must say that at undergraduate level, mostly universities are having same sort of modules. They are following very similar textbooks. So one very important way to see uh, whether a university, a degree is really for you, is to get very close to what is a sense of community in the school. Also, looking at their employability um, statistics, what percentage of students are having a professional and managerial jobs, maybe a year after they have graduated. Also, what is the support that is available for students within the school? What is the academic support? You know, students, when you start straight away your year one at university, you are going to feel things quite different from the way uh, they were at, at high schools. You are going to be sitting in classrooms uh, which are uh, bigger in size. Uh, you're going to have some lectures. 
uh, we are going to have some smaller sessions either called seminars or workshops you are going to be uh, independent on your own there are going to be different types of assessments to what you're used to so understanding what support does the university does the school have to make sure students are ready for that change and also enjoy that change enjoy their time at university i think this should be as equally important as looking at the course structure and looking at, at the modules that students have. In the School of Economics here at UEA, um, uh, we are very proud about the support that we provide for our students. Um, we are really friends with our students. Students know us um, as our friend. I'm hoping that Winnie um, is going to be sharing uh, my thoughts uh, when we get to speak to her. And also students who might have a learning difficulties, what sort of support is there available for them? So these are very important sense of community. Go to open days and applicant days and see, do you feel yourself being a student here? Can you picture yourself walking around the corridor, going to sit in the rooms? Often at these events, there are student ambassadors working. Definitely speak to them. So I think these would be uh, the very important aspects of studying at a university on top of what modules and uh, the course structure is like. What would be your advice or a kind of top tip for someone who is applying for an economics degree? My best advice would be just write what you feel like. Try to avoid uh, looking through different textbooks or looking at uh, the resources uh, which you might find online. We really want to hear from students. What is it that has made you interested in studying economics? So th this is very much the key for us. I mean, as the admissions director, I do read the, the personal statements. And it's really important for me to see the reason why students want to study economics. And uh, often it's very clear that the statement, unfortunately, has been copied uh, from somewhere from a textbook. I'm sure it's the same for other universities. They would really want to hear uh, from the student uh, themselves. Wonderful. Thank you. I think we've got time just to squeeze one more question in before just having um, a quick chat with, um, with Winnie. And it's something that I get asked a lot when I'm out visiting schools. I was wondering if you could give just a sort of idea of what kind of jobs economic students tend to, to go on to. Yeah, very, very important question indeed, uh, especially uh, in these days. I must say for those uh, students who are interested in, in economics, then that is great uh, to be studying economics. Uh, not only because economics is a fantastic uh, subject to study, but because it gives you great employability outcome. And by that, really, I mean the salaries that students having studied economics receive uh, years after their graduation is not comparable to any other subjects in social sciences. In fact, is only second to medicine and dentistry. Now, to tell you a little bit about um, what do economic students end up doing, I have broken these down into five different categories. A government and regulators as consultants in banking, investment and finance, in accounting and the big four, and also the other category, wherever someone needs 
a data analyst or a consultant, that's really where economists come in the picture. Subscribe to our podcast now and make sure you never miss another episode. So, Winnie, thanks very much for talking with us today. Could you just tell us a little bit about yourself and what you're up to at the moment? Yeah, sure. So I'm a final year economics and finance student and I did a placement year last year and um, I love baking and going to the theatre. I'm also a quality and diversity officer for the Economic Society at UEA and in the future I hope to go into asset management. That's brilliant. I also love the theatre, so that's <laughs> definitely a good interest to have. Um, so what's it been like for you studying economics uh, at university? Has it been what you thought it would be? Um, has, have you got any advice perhaps for students thinking about economics in, in the future? Yeah, so I thoroughly enjoyed my degree. I think it's a really exciting time to be an economic student. There's so much going on in the world. Um, broadly speaking, I've done modules in mathematics, econometrics, and the traditional micro and macro. But then I've also done other optional modules which are related to politics and marketing, um, which I found really interesting. And I believe they've opened a gateway for me to study economics further or another subject if I wanted to at master's. One thing I would say is that my degrees really helped to build my confidence. So throughout my degree, I've given presentations, I've done debates, um, I've even written a speech, a mock speech for a politician for one of my summatives. And all of these skills have just helped me build my confidence, but also build some skills which I think would be really useful in the job market. I personally have a learning disability and the support that I've received from my school has been really helpful. Um, so I have extra timing, but also I've had meetings where I've visited a library advisor who's gone through how to revise or how to organise my notes and just stay on top of my work. So that's been really helpful with managing my time, but also just staying on top of my degree, really. That's great. It sounds like you've really made the most of lots of experiences at university and things on your course, but obviously outside of your course as well. And I know you just mentioned before that you did a placement year, which is really exciting and it'd be great to hear a little bit more about that. Yeah, so I worked um, with the Norfolk and Waveney CCG, so that's a clinical commissioning group. Um, and I really enjoyed my experience working with the research development team. It was an extremely supportive and rewarding experience. The career service also sent us weekly placement opportunities from the beginning of second year. And these just showed a range of like opportunities that we could apply for. And I found this really helpful because I was just exposed to so many different opportunities that I wouldn't have looked at or I wouldn't have considered. So my placement was with the NHS technically, which is a sector that I wouldn't have thought about an economic student going into um, if it hadn't been for this opportunities um, list that was sent round. As the months went on, I saw that I was developing things that I had struggled at in the beginning of the year. I was now more confident about doing so. It was really great fun and I would do it all over again. That's really nice to hear. It sounds like it was a, a, a great experience. So I know I sort of half mentioned it earlier, but um, I wondered if we could just finish on any advice that you might have for students who are either about to start economics perhaps this year or they're thinking about applying to study economics. Um, so I recently came across this quote that said, take the risk or lose the chance. Um, and I think that would be my advice them just to take as many opportunities as you can um, especially in sixth form use your resources 
go to events, read up on economics, like just get involved in the subject, do as much, try as many new things as you can, because coming to university is a really great opportunity. And sometimes it's not even the things that you apply for, but it's the events that you attend that change your perspective of things. Um, and then also, Baha touched on this earlier, but don't worry too much about the math because I hadn't done A-level math, but coming to uni, I found it, it was very easy to get in. And there is support, so seek that support right from the beginning. Visit your learning enhancement team, ask them for ways that you can improve in, in your math skills and just, yeah, enjoy it. Very good advice, so thank you very much for that. Um, it's been lovely to talk to you today and thank you also, Baha, for, for joining us. Thank you very, very much for having us. Yeah, thank you. It's been great coming and speaking to you. Email schools at uea.ac.uk to find out what we can do to support your school. Thanks so much to Lydia, Baha and Winnie for joining us today. If you or your students have any questions about applying for or studying economics, do head to our Ask Us platform. Baha is on there as well as a number of other academics and students um, and they'd love for you to get in touch with your questions. We also have an economics session with Channel Talent on the 15th of March so we'd love for you to join us for that if you're listening to the show in time. And finally, just before we go, uh, date for the diary, our annual Nurturing Bright Futures conference for teachers and advisors is taking place on the 9th and 10th of June. We're really pleased to be planning an in-person event, so we would love to welcome you to our beautiful campus in Norwich. Um, you can register your interest in the conference now, and I will pop all the links for those things in the show notes. So that's it for this month. Thanks very much. Take care. Bye. That's it for this month's episode of Nurturing Bright Futures. We would absolutely love to hear from you. To book a visit, make a suggestion, or ask us a question, drop us a line at schools at uea.ac.uk. Thanks for joining us.